welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, Adam visits the Golden Hind, a Tudor-style ship that's docked in London, and we're making a pirate hat and an eye patch too. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. This week, Adam's off to the Golden Hind in London. It's docked on the south bank of the Thames and it's open all year round for you to hop aboard. So let's find out more. So my name is Patrick Strain. I'm an Educations and Outreach Officer on board the Golden Hind. It's the first English ship to go around the world, captained by Sir Francis Drake. Sir Francis Drake was a privateer. He was a pirate for hire. He was famous and infamous with the Spanish for attacking and raiding several ports and several ships. In fact, the Spanish referred to him as El Draco, the dragon. He was also one of the commanders during the Spanish Armada. This is an odd location for a pirate ship in the in the middle of London, isn't it? We're, we're just up the road from London Bridge. Opposite, we can see kind of all of the skyscrapers of London, around the corner from the Shard. How has it come to be here? Well, it came in the dock in 1996, and the ship has... Well, this reconstruction has been around the world twice, once in the 1970s and once in the 1980s. And again, the ship would come in. Uh, the owner always told me when it came into a new port, they would fire a cannon so everyone knew that the Golden Hind had arrived. They would come into port, they would have actors, interactors on board, and kind of doing what we do now, introducing them to how Tudor life would have been on board this ship. And it still very much is uh, a living ship. You've got a lot kind of going on right now. There's some scaffolding. You're doing some restoration work. Talk to me a little bit about that. So the restoration work is to make her more Tudor than she ever has been. Again, when she set sail in the 1970s, there's certain provisions, sort of health and safety, that have to be done on ships. For example, reinforced bulkheads, having a wheel, having a small engine. Again, old sailing ships, such as in the Tudor times, it could actually take you several days just to leave port if you had a bad wind. Nowadays, that's not the case. You need to have an engine on board so you can get in and get out. So the work we are doing now is to actually make her more as she would have been in Drake's day. Amazing. Patrick, take me around. Where are we going to go first? First place we are going to enter is over here into the Great Cabin. Follow me. Okay, so we're going through a a rather low-looking door here. And we're immediately transported. Patrick, I feel like I've gone back in time already. <laughs> so, one thing that I am asked every single day upon this ship is... Yeah, they were a lot smaller back then, weren't they? Which is kind of true and kind of false. So, in the 1500s, the average height was about 5'5", five five, but we do know that Francis Drake was 5'7 himself. But the reason that the ceilings are so low is so that the ship is very, very fast. It's known as a race-built galleon. If you want something to go fast, you make it more compact. English ships were faster. They could get in, get out. Spanish ships were a lot bigger, more cumbersome, so it was very hard for them to manoeuvre. Also as well, the sailors, the crew, did not spend a lot of time indoors. If they were indoors, as we can see over here, they were sitting down, they'd be eating, or they'd be lying down, they'd be sleeping. The main bulk of the work was done outside. Onto the gun deck. Follow me. Okay, so we're going down some steps. This whole ship, by the way, is built out of English oak. We're going down some steps. I've got a duck. Loads of cannons. 
No, the rustling is not me getting into my car. It is me simply opening this chest. Because one activity we do on board is that we teach people how to load and fire a Tudor cannon. So the cannon I have beside me was known as a minion, coming from the French word mini-une, meaning little cannon. And you're going to hear me go over how we load and fire one of these cannons. Now, if I want some gunpowder, I just shout the words, Powder monkey, bring me some powder. And down below in the hold pops up a child. There were children on board this ship. The youngest child was five years old. Now, I'm going to have a member of my crew place their finger on a hole just at the end of the cannon. The reason they've got their finger in that hole is because I don't want any water getting into the cannon. If water gets in, the gunpowder is going to get damp. And if the gunpowder is damp, it's not going to work. Add a little bit of extra gunpowder with me powder horn. Now, before I fire it, I need to give the instruction to this chap here. I'm going to have to say, pull your finger out. I say, pull your finger out. He takes his finger away from that hole. I then need a light Using this bit of string, I'm going to light the cannon. So, I'm going to grab one of these candles here. Shh, excellent. So I'm going to place this string on the fuse and that will make the cannon fire. But before I do that, I have to give an instruction to every single person on this deck. I have to shout the words, have a care. Now when I say have a care, everyone needs to put their fingers in the ears and their thumbs under their chin. Fingers in the ears to protect their eardrums. Thumbs under their chin, well, it's going to be very loud and the deck is going to shake. And if the deck shakes and you're in the middle of a conversation talking about what happened on EastEnders last night, there's a chance you might bite your tongue off and we don't want that to happen. So have a care, fingers in your ears, thumbs under your chin. We place the stick here, three, two, one, boom! Cannon fires, it recoils, and they do that all over again, firing a volley of shots. And that is how they'd load and fire a cannon upon this ship. As you can see here already, so we've got some tables and chairs out. This isn't how it would be, but we do actually have a living history taking place tonight. So this is what we kind of have popped out. So this is where they'll be eating tonight. Again, in terms of the crew back in the 1500s, this is not where they would have eaten. The crew would have eaten on the gun deck where they slept and the same with the officers. They would have been the great cabin. That's where they eat. But we've got these chairs and tables out at the moment because we've got a living history happening tonight. Again, the hold, as you can see, me and you can stand up very, very straight. There's a lot of ceiling space in here. Mm -hmm. So when people come on board, they naturally go, again, that's a bit of a myth. People come on board and they kind of go like, oh, so this is where they must have slept. This is where they must have been because they can stand up down here. In reality, this room would have been pitch black. There would have been no standing lights around here. Reason being, because this is where the gunpowder is kept. You don't want any naked lights down here. You don't want any accidents. You don't want the ship to explode. So very, very few members of the crew were allowed down here. The quartermaster would have been allowed down here. The quartermaster is kind of in charge of the ship's admin, making sure people are doing the jobs they're meant to be doing, and the ship's cook. 
Now, down here, this is where we do a workshop, barber surgery. We kind of talk about medicine in Tudor times. Now, barber surgeons, again, you can guess from the title, they're barbers, they can cut your hair. They're surgeons, they can cut bits off. At this time, the Church of England, basically in terms of surgery, to open someone up and take bits out, the Church of England have kind of said, no, 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 you can't do that. That's against God. Uh, But also this ship probably didn't have a barber surgeon again on this voyage but they would have been around at this time so down here we talk about all the different medical discoveries they made and how they would deal with certain things for example a lot of these sailors well they suffer from scurvy mainly because fruit and veg there's not a lot of fruit and veg around also as well if you're out the sea for a very long time fruit and veg is going to rot majority of their diet was salted meat and also something known as ship's biscuits it's a mixture of flour and water could you do me a favor could you uh, give it a crack against that wall that's solid that is solid it looks what would you say it looks like a a giant chocolate not a chocolate digestive it looks like a giant digestive it's almost like one of those smiley potato uh potato heads you get in iceland just and probably just as frozen yeah (laughs) so yeah so that'll be part of your diet chips biscuits so yeah they would suffer from scurvy because there's a lack of fruit and veg in their diet so a lot of these sailors again some of the symptoms of scurvy is your gums start to bleed and your teeth fall out so people going around talking like this a lot of the time because your teeth are falling out also as well any wounds that have healed over will tend to reopen so if you've ever had a scar, if you've ever fallen over, that wound would reopen. So very, very painful. Also as well, they start to hallucinate. They start to see things they weren't there. Hello, how's it going? Sorry, somebody just walked past. Did they walk? someone just walk past? I better get myself checked for scurvy. And again, there's one more symptom, which is the final symptom, death, unfortunately. Uh, again, at this time, they weren't actually 100% sure why they were suffering from scurvy. It actually took them a few years later to realize, oh, it was due to a lack of fruit and veg in their diet, a lack of vitamin C. So this time they're walking around with scurvy, but they're not 100% sure why. <laughs> search for Golden Hind to find out more. Now, me hearties, all that seafaring action's got me hankering for some pirate action, and Blacktooth George is here with a craft that you can do at home. Ahoy, young buccaneers! Yar! Welcome to the swashbuckling craft adventure inspired by the legendary Golden Hind in London, a magnificent Tudor-style pirate ship. Today, we'll set sail and create our very own pirate hat and eye patch. Imagine yourself aboard the illustrious Golden Hind, surrounded by the spirit of daring pirates and the thrill of the high seas adventure. Let's embark on this crafty voyage. First, you'll need to gather the materials you'll need. Black construction paper or card, white construction paper or card, scissors, glue or tape, and feathers, stickers or markers are optional. That's for decoration. Are you ready to unleash your inner pirate and sail the seas of imagination? Start by cutting a strip of black construction paper or card to fit around your head. This will serve as the base for your pirate hat. Next, cut a wide triangle shape from the black construction paper or card. This will be the front brim of your pirate hat. 
fold the strip of black paper into a circle and secure the ends with glue or tape to form the main part of the hat. Attach the wide triangle shape to the front of the hat, creating the brim. Glue or tape it in place, allowing it to slightly curve upwards. Now it's time to craft your eye patch. Cut a small rectangle from the black construction paper or card. Then cut a small rectangle from the white construction paper or card, slightly narrower than the black one. Attach the white rectangle onto the center of the black rectangle to create a contrasting band on the eye patch. Make sure to secure it with glue or tape. Feel free to decorate your pirate hat and eye patch with feathers, stickers or markers to add a personal touch and unleash your pirate flair. Once your pirate hat and eye patch are complete, put them on and transform into a fearless pirate aboard the Golden Hind. As you don your pirate hat and eye patch, imagine yourself at the helm of the Golden Hind, sailing the treacherous seas in search of hidden treasures and exciting adventures. Yar! Remember, young buccaneers, the Golden Hind in London is a real ship that holds tales of daring pirate escapades. If you ever get the chance, visit and experience the thrill of stepping aboard a historic vessel. I hope you had a swashbuckling good time. Until next time, may your pirate spirit guide you on thrilling escapades across the seven seas. Yar! Now, just like that, we are done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to any time. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon. 